Seesaw when that was going on. Yeah. There's some good shows there. CC's fucking dope. Um, she actually bought this deck, um, or acquired it. I don't know who actually fucking purchased it. Fucking yeah, you can shuffle these to your fucking leisure. Fucking, I counted them real fast. Uh, that's where I got that one from. I've had friends give me decks from Spain. Um, that Isn't there cool. like a thing where you're supposed to receive them? For the yeah, like it chooses it, yada, yada. it doesn't just, matter. No. Everybody's different because some people would be like, "Oh, I I know I'm not supposed to just touch your cards," or some people and I'm like, mm, "No, that doesn't necessarily bother me." You know, you know what I'm saying? Like to me, oh, people I, say that. Is that the yeah, thing some some people say you should never receive a tarot dark deck as a gift. But they also say you should never refuse one if someone gives it to you. That's what I've heard, is you're always yeah. supposed to take a tarot deck if yeah. it's chosen you. Yeah. yeah, but if it's chosen you, but if it's chosen for you... You're recording the tarot reading, too? Yeah, man. Hell yeah, Why okay, not? yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, I've been told... I was told from my ex who, who said she's like, the only way to receive a tarot deck that'll actually work for you and give a proper reading is if it chooses you. Mm-hmm. Which the owner of the deck is usually compelled to give to you. Yeah. Which is the story of how I've heard most people receive their tarot decks. Oh, one from, of my favorite somebody ones. Going, I don't know why this deck is choosing you, but I feel like you might, you know. And they usually they're like they have a tarot deck clutched in one hand and like a like a like a fistful of crystals in the other hand. <laughs> and they're like <laughs> they're like they're like it's speaking to me. <laughs> Let's focus on this deck for a minute. Yeah, there you go. No, I had one that I gave away, and it, dude, it was definitely the prettiest one that I ever had, and that was the first one that I had. But every one that I've had after that, oh, I have loved so much. And also, like, plenty of the ones uh, that people have let me just use, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool. Like, the artwork is super fucking cool. There's a lot of cool stories involved. And like I like I like tarot, and I haven't done that many tarot podcasts. You know what I mean? I've done a few readings on Fiverr and shit, um, but I think I just like missed one or something like that. And I was like, oh, I got this crappy rating, blah 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 blah. blah. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, I'm not really fucking with it. I sh you know, I could get back to it, but yeah. But I don't need to because I'm like, okay, boom, OnlyFans. Plus I have my shit, BlackNoiseDown.com, all of that shit. So it's like. You know what I mean? I just get it how I live and how I want it. Like, my clientele be my clientele. I'm not trying to necessarily throw out my services as freelance so much as, one, performance, and two, shit, performance about shit that I'm generally fucking interested in. I think I bought my first deck, if I recall correctly, um, in New Orleans, 
and I wanted to fuck the cashier so bad, man. It's just like, I don't know what it is, but it's just like demonic white bitches, man. They just turn me on, bro. Demonic like, white bitches. Demonic looking white bitches. You know what I'm saying? Demonic looking white bitches with clip look, rings man. and shit. Look, like, I like stereotypes. Like, I like thugged <laughs> out, muscly fucking black man. I like blonde white dudes in suits. I like uh, thick ass white women of all fucking types. Uh, <laughs> I like Latina girls before they have kids. Like the stereotype. Before, yeah, yeah, you, you catch know. Them before, bro. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, so we're doing the tarot reading. What kind of what what, what are you looking for? What do you what do you what are, what are we getting for? Like, um, I only got this much fucking room. I, you know, my one of my favorite. I can always I like I love to do past, present, and future. I love to do three cards. That's what I like. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I also love to do 11. You know what I'm saying? Do you want to do 11? However many you want yeah, to do. Yeah, let's... I, dude, 11 sounds fucking good to me. Okay. That's how That's how I want to do it. Um, let's do a sloppy. All right, how you want me to deal these? Just straight from the top? Whatever you think. Yeah. I don't... I, no, I, I feel like we should go straight from the top. This is, right. how, this is how I do it. You know what I'm saying? I'll do it... <laughs> What you feeling, man? Yeah. No, what I'm saying, because I can sit here and be like, oh, here's my presentation, but I just sit here and be like, this is how I read my shit, like, most of the fucking time. Like, I'll pick my cards at random, but this shit feels fucking good, so I'm just like, all right, let's fucking do it. Let's do, let's do 11. We're going to stack these. It's going to be goofy. It's not going to be a good picture, but it is what it is. Boom. You got the queen of swords, playboy. All right. That's how it is. That's you, though. You're just divorced from everything. <laughs> You're so distant, right? <laughs> like, I normally don't read it as I go. I normally just fucking break shit down. But since we're doing the show, that'll be the fucking flame. All right, that's what you. Is the, what is the Queen of Swords then? Upright. All right, so, yeah, so straight up is like, oh, A, um, it's not necessarily like a delay. It's not like the Three of Swords, but it's just like, <laughs> widowhood like that's it's like the widow card like oh, okay like i've lost something but i'm still holding it down because it's like your intelligence so there's not an emotion in it you know what i'm saying it's the fucking logical side of losing something you know what i'm saying if that if that makes fucking sense okay like handling it well like don't look down on me because i lost whatever i'm still doing what i'm doing like that's essentially what the card is in reference to you, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because I've been watching Kill the Kill. So it's like the whole premise of that show is that, like, um, clothes exist yeah. to, like, rule the world and shit like that. Okay. So that's why I want to see what covers you. So here's what covers you. It's justice, okay? So, Upright. Yeah. So it's like, you're basically, like, it's like you got me too but... <laughs> 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 and you were vilified but you stopped further rapes so you know there you go what that's what is that justice 9 yeah isn't that different? no 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 this is 11 oh is it okay yeah. I'm, I'm reading the backwards okay. 
I no, I'm reading it to you, but yes. I'm reading it backwards. You can come to this side. No, no, here. it's good. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's just how I'm rolling right now. All right, yeah. fucking justice upright, which means that you what you take a you you take massive losses, but it's for the right cause. Yeah. Okay. And it all worked out. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You reading your own cards. Like, bro, I got to explain what justice is to you. You know what justice is. All right, here. I'll break it down to you what justice is. Justice is a black man eating a ham sandwich right next to a white man in 2020. You know what I'm saying? Sing. Sing about it. Yeah. Sing. Ab- <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's It sounds jazzy in the song. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're divorced from that. But this is what covers you. Like that that's your general environment. That's what you're wearing this season. You got the King of Pentacles reverse. Which means that you're pretty much just fucking cool on like worrying about material shit or anything like that. Like you've already you're not resisting that. You've already let that fucking go. That's not a thing that's bothering you. It's like the material plane. But with it crossing you, that's going to be the vector of the things that are coming in and out of your life. So I can tell you, the recent past, recent future, what's already coming to fruition, or what is the best that you can hope for? Which way do you want to go? Do you want to go backwards, forwards, you know, see what your influences are, or see what your goals are? It doesn't matter to me. Like, what do you, whatever you want to go first. If you, if, if you want me to pick, I will. Yeah, you pick. Cool. So behind you is the King of Wands. So you've had people that support you, and you've had a general energy of, like, I know what I'm going to do creatively. Uh, and even if I don't know what I'm going to do creatively, I know that I'm going to do it, and I'm going to be me about it. So that's kind of just what's behind you. Like, that's what you're coming off of. That's how it's coming down. Uh, in front of you is the Ace of Cups. So you have a turning point in your feelings about shit because you actually recognize what is going on and you know what your purpose is. You're on that shit and you're really basically just divorced from the bullshit. Like that's what you're projecting at this point. And you're doing that and so far so good. For a time, you will be right. People change. Um, as things go on so whatever it is it's like you're right about it you let it go you don't have any fucking worries you can make whatever emotional pivot you need to make in general okay and that'll be good for your life beneath you is the three of pentacles which just means you've been working this whole time right pretty much and it's like it hasn't been bad for you yeah. Like, that's what I could tell you from you working as much as people try to be like, this, that, and the third, and I'm not working, and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't look like working for you has been that fucking bad. Uh, it looks like it's actually working out for you, like, to to be working on a certain level of nobility, not in, like, a virtuous sense, but in a class sense. Like, there's a nobility to it. And then above you is the sun. You're happy. You know what I'm saying? And you're enjoying this time being fucking happy. <laughs> Like that, and that's the best for you can hope for, and you're you are going to be fine. Um, that's gonna come at a price, though. I'll say that, like, because of all these cards are so damn good. The caution I would say is just like what you already know, and you have a you 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 will have like a revolution of like 
a motion, you know what I mean? A pivot, not a revolution, but... Pivot of emotion. I'm, I'm saying, like, you turn a corner, it's a maturity thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not like your emotion just running around like this. Like, it kind of spirals up. You know You know what I mean? Uh, however, however it goes up. But it's an emotion. It probably whines, you know? And you'll find yourself coming around that next thing to just go up. And you should be happy about that because you're you're doing the 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 right thing. That's what I get from that. I mean that's I mean that's good in general, good or bad, whatever. Okay, so you are working your ass off. Your job fucking sucks, and you're only protected by it. <laughs> <laughs> what is that card? This is the nine of wands, which if you look at it, it's he's got nine sticks. That's a lot of fucking work, but they're all standing straight up. Now you don't know if he just put them up. If that's a wall that you're only seeing this many fucking staffs of or anything like that, but whatever's going on, like there's a lot of there's got to be a lot of hard work going on. You're just happy about it, so it's justified, and that's probably why you are so happy about it. Nine of Wands is just like a lot of hard work type yeah, shit. Yeah, definitely. It's dude. It's generally a bad fucking omen, but make no mistake, this card just represents you. So it's like we went from the the Queen of Swords. Nine of Wands is not even like that strange to come in this position. We're just talking about how you are on the inside at the end of the day. This is your energy, and this is where your intelligence is. Your emotions are in the right place, and your actions are in the right place. Nothing is out of place, but you have an ardor. Which is weird for it to be internal, if that if that makes sense. Like you're, it's like eating the armor. That's why that way it's like if they stab me, they're just gonna hit metal instead of wearing the metal on the outside, and not because you're stupid, just because you think that's funny. <laughs> you think that's a funny thing to fucking do. It makes you happy. You should feel good about it. It's, it is a funny thing to do. And you have the ten of pentacles. This basically just comes down to like the, the this is like your environment or your house, and and it it basically comes down to like the completion of the cycle just with it being like ten in the numbers. I'm not a big numerology person, but I always think about it in particular with this one. It just means like you you're doing ultimately like the right thing you need to do with your money. It's always, to me, a caution to not get carried away with yeah. things that are good and the things you're able to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's more a caution against, like, gambling, or which is, like, shut down <laughs> anyway. But, like, <sighs> err on the side of caution when it comes to money because you're kind of at the wave that you need to be with your attitude about it. You're in the right attitude about it. Everybody works hard. Everybody writes books about how to stay in a good attitude about it. Yeah. The wave you're on right now is the wave that you're supposed to be on, and you're in that environment, and you're happy in it. Take that for what it's worth. Okay. So your hopes and fears are that somebody else is going to get your money. Uh, so... (laughs) Really? That's what that card means? Yeah. Yeah. Your hopes and fears are that somebody else is going to get your money. 
Does that strictly the mean the, money? The, the, the Ace of Pentacles is always about a fortune, a fucking... I'm going to leave this here because that's the last one anyway. The Ace of Pentacles is always about a fortune or something that's going to fall in for somebody. It is one of the best things that's going to happen to somebody. Whatever the prize is in your mind, whatever that, like, boom, that is what success looks like and I'm experiencing it right now in this moment, boom. Whatever the fuck that is, somebody is... You you are afraid that somebody else is gonna get it, or or flat out you're you're going to give it away because that would make you feel good. Give it away, so it would make but yeah. But either way, whatever it is, is like not yours. Like it could be. I'll tell you how deep the card goes. It could it could be some advice or a conversation that you need to have with somebody over something tangible. Just keep that in mind. Whatever it is, it's something tangible. You know, it's a material thing. Okay. You can give it away and be happy to give it away, or you can give it away and be mad. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever whatever the fuck it is. You know, if you give it away and you're mad, then you, you lost it. You know what I'm saying? But... Mm-hmm. Either way, it's the loss of something tangible. There's, you're a, here's what I'm saying. This is the card that you need to worry about the least. What's the card I have to worry about the most? The next one. That's why I just said that and moved on to the next one. I said, you're just, you're doing all these good things and you're happy and you got what's going on and you're divorced from it and you're in the game and you're right where you need to be and you're afraid that somebody's going to take it from you. It's a reasonable, rational fear. I didn't think I need to explain it that much. <laughs> it's, a, it's a rational fear. Okay. Are you afraid of that? Are you afraid that somebody's going to take your shit? I guess, yeah. I'm saying right now, like, damn. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you asking me? I'm telling you. I am telling you. Just you. Over t- quick and like, for flap, you're scared someone's going to take your shit. Let's do the next one. <laughs> because you listen to gangster rap and shit. Yeah, I'm, I think it's funny <laughs> that you stuck on that card. You asked me to do it, how I do it. I never pay attention to that card. Really? Never. I don't worry about what I hope or fear. I just want to know what happens. Like, I, I don't need all of that. I just put that in there. Like, it's like, that's just in there. Like, okay, this is what you're thinking. Yeah. Okay, it'll show you where your anxiety is at. But as good as you're knowing, you don't need to necessarily worry about something like that. Because this is already justifying that you're going to get whatever it is that you want. You're already going to get it. If you get to that moment and you give it away, then you already know that, hey, I'm doing this because I actually don't want to see you like this or I'm done talking to you and this is the last thing I'm going to do or uh, I just want you to have it or whatever the fuck it is. Whatever it is. Okay. It's just a preparation. I don't worry about what I hope or fear. When I get to that moment, I believe in my character. So I always gloss over that card. Which person. one's hope? What do you mean which one's hope? You said this one's fear. This, this, is- isn't, this isn't the fear of it. I'm saying this is the situation that it could be with the Ace of Coins. If it's reversed, you're going to have a good time no matter what. But somebody's going to benefit from it. Whether it's you or not Mm -hmm. is up to you. Everybody benefits all the time eventually. You know know what I'm saying? In some way or another. According to their season or their stage or or their status. Everybody benefits eventually. You know what I'm saying? Like... (laughs) <laughs> this just that's what I'm saying like if you this is a that, you dwell on it too much it's the hope or the fear of it dude like I mean like for real like 
you're you're doing the work you're happy you did what you said you were gonna fucking do you have control of it and you don't even want to fucking trip over it and you're divorced from the bullshit mentally you're still in it creatively you're still in it all the time you're still on top of whatever it is and you're protecting what you have and knowing that you're protecting what you have knowing that you're doing things the right way you're afraid that you're not going to get what you are owed and not just that but it's going to be delivered to someone else and I'm just telling you when it comes to that that's only if you give it away but if you give it away do it because you want to okay which really everything I explained is pretty much the totality of the last card uh, which is the five of wands a lot of people view that as a card of riches because it's the activity that you need to be in in the right amount it's right form it's right practice it's right creativity it's the right way to be in it to the point where that's why you're so good at what you do you know you know what i'm saying that you're doing it and plenty of people aren't mm-hmm. i mean that's where that, that's where your energy is and that's where your energy is ultimately not ultimately but it's where it could line up like if you do that i mean on any level of advice if you want the money keep it you know what i'm saying if you feel like you're actually helping somebody do it and don't look back at it um if you keep it don't feel bad that you didn't give it to them yeah that's what i would say because you're in control of it like you're gonna be happy no matter what nothing wrong with being happier especially if you have a battle ahead of you where you have to keep fighting for it fuck (laughs) feel me yeah that's why tarot cards are crazy as shit Mm -hmm. yeah but you understand what I mean it's like alright well if I can help you with this now if I keep going maybe I can save you (laughs) so invest in yourself that's what I would say Pivot your emotions because you're the one doing the work and you're the one protecting it and you're the one doing it right and you're the one that doesn't give a fuck. Underneath all of this all, don't forget, the whole environment is this justice card. So yeah, that's what I would recommend. Do it that way. <laughs> this nigga looks mad serious. Like <laughs> it's crazy, man. <laughs> Tarot cards are crazy. <laughs> it's addicting. You want to pay for tarot cards or tarot readings and shit. I'll hey, do man. one out of a tattoo parlor. I mean, some some people will just give me money. I don't normally ask for money. Plus, I mean, like, I've you can't do can't it for do donations and quotations. Oh, but that was for the show. Honestly, that, that was, that. like, legit for a show. Have you ever given, like, a really bad tarot reading to somebody before? Yes. What the was first, it like? The first time I did it, I was like... No, not bad as an incorrect. Bad as in, uh, holy shit, dude, you're gonna die. Like, like it's bad. Like all Not to anyone all, else. All to myself, the- yes. I've done, I've done readings for my... Not to anyone else. Uh, and that's part of the reason why I'm like... You know, if I see some wild shit, I'm like, this can't possibly be, like, what you're talking about. You know, most people don't ask me that deep of shit. They ask me shit they want to know about, you know. Doing it for myself a lot, you, yeah. Like you were saying before, you do talk. 
You know what I'm saying? There's like that mental part of it where like you do talk. Um, I've it's probably maybe been about four people that I was like, oh shit, like <laughs> these people are like flat out about to die in like really fucked up ways and like ways that I couldn't believe. And that was like, that's always emotional, you know what I'm saying? But I think I was just more unbridled in the 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 shit that I could possibly get into, and then I kind of like backed out so much of like that realm of information, you know what I'm saying? It's like not that there's not an access to it, because you you see, I don't know if that was if you consider that a good reading or not. But, and who knows? You know what I mean? It could be bullshit. Shit could be different. We could walk out tomorrow and Godzilla be out there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I feel great. I'm doing all the right things. Get shot right outside of Reynolds' yeah. apartment. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like Godzilla doesn't get enough credit. Like, I miss Godzilla. We need to bring back Godzilla. Like, Godzilla wouldn't catch this fucking disease. I swear to God, bro. Like, <laughs> Godzilla, Godzilla would be out there. Like, totally fucking out there. I heard Japan's doing good with the virus, so he'd just go in and fuck it all up. <laughs> Godzilla, come here, catch it, take it to Japan. Yeah. The fuck you're gonna do? Come through and crush the buildings. We need to make a, like, Godzilla movie where it's like, we're behind making them. <laughs> like, yeah, take that. Bomb our ships in a harbor. Oh, yeah. We're going to spread COVID, take down your tall buildings. History is much longer than people make it out to be. Most people die before history is made, you know? And the history made in their lives, it's really only maybe like one thing and maybe half of that in (laughs) most, most people's lives. Think about how we look at history. Like, most niggas don't know specific shit, you know what I'm saying, before like four or 500 years ago. Yeah. And the shit we do know, it's like, we know a lot about it, but there's, like, a lot of history lost. Exactly. Yeah. Just like the fucking Spanish flu. Oh, yeah. And all that shit, which is what a lot of people are comparing what's going on now to. And it's like, yeah, because there's a lot of interesting similarities. Like, first of all, there were a lot of, like, statewide shutdowns during the Spanish flu. They enacted a lot of rap gauze around your face and even came up with their fancy slogans like they used to do back in the day. Like, mm-hmm. loose lips sink ships. They uh, came up with a slogan that said, uh, obey the law and wear the gauze. God because damn. it became, an, became a law. And it's like you can find documents of how they were doing early social distancing, talking about saying, don't go here, don't go there, don't hang around people. This and the next thing, open all your windows. Then we're not as smart as we are now. Yeah. But at the same time, they were basically doing the same thing. Like, yo. And then if we look at the Spanish flu, a lot of people are saying, like, when the warm weather comes around, it'll make it quell. Mm. And it's like, yeah, that's what happened in the Spanish flu. That's why we think that. But the funny thing people are forgetting is the Spanish flu came back that same fall, in the same year, mm. twice as deadly. Oh yeah, this is gonna be bad. Like this, this is shit, this shit is mutating and it's infected so many people already. Yeah, that it's like, with no vaccine, Ugh. that it's gonna come back and learn how it's gonna be crazy. The scariest like, thing is, it's like we don't know how bad it is. 
Yeah. Because we don't no have way. fucking testing, bro. It's been a few months. Yeah, we can't. I can't. If dude, if I get a cough, I can't go to anywhere and get tested. Dude, in two months, a motherfucker went from this is not an issue. Carry on your business. Do whatever you gotta do. To hey, um, uh, everything I said was a lie. To hey, um. We're going to try to figure out, as long as you're not, like, incarcerated or, like, a known criminal, how to give everybody some money just till we figure out what the fuck is going on. We might have to do this again and printed a crap load of fucking money. Like, mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, honestly, like, when this is all said and done... I want reparations. Like, I like. I hate to throw you in this episode, but when this is all said and done, fuck all that. I I want reparations. It <laughs> direct deposit. I used to be like social programs, this and blah 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 that. Oh no, niggas, you're doing all of this now. No no no. You could have been done it. Reparations. You want. COVID-19 reparations. No, no, no. I'm, I want black reparations. Oh, you want all the That's reparations. That's what I'm saying. That's man. what I'm saying. Now's the time. I'm, I'm saying, dude, if they're doing it for every single American, what is the what is the difference? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what is the difference? <laughs> I'm just saying, if you said for so long that you couldn't do it when this whole time you really could have. You really could have. Yeah, yeah that's you a good really, point. you hey. really could have. You heard, you heard our president. This is about an election, okay? This is not about people. Right. <laughs> the people thing is a hoax. We heard it from the horse's mouth. Okay, <laughs> we <laughs> we know this. Oh God, I can't do too much Kofi talk. I can't talk about the Roni. This the Rona. Is, this is teenage dream. Shit is wild. No, my the thing I hate about it the most is with this whole like six feet distancing thing. Motherfuckers are taking that so over the top that they're starting to do that at stoplights. I'm like, man, you better scoot up next to that car. I'm tired of seeing car length gaps in between cars. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be halfway up the block on a red fucking light and miss my left turn. Oh yeah, that's they, how you get followed home. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude. They, they. I mean, they slowed shit down. Like it's a certain way that I'm just like, God, dude. I know it's. You know what's fucked up now is the day shift. You know, it used. You know, it used to be night shift. They turned into a day city. I wonder how Vegas is gonna adapt to that when know. shit is closing at eight. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's happening. Yeah, dude. It's gonna be torture. Now for the night folk, we'll be fine. But yeah. oh my god, because the night folk has always been the night folk. Like, yeah. <laughs> you the know, it's, it's, it's I'm saying it's the same niggas, it's the same cops, it's the same, it's the same fucking shit. It's always been the same shit. And at night, it's always been social distancing. Yeah. If you were a night person, it's no, always been social distance. I don't know you it's dark like whatever it yeah. is you know what I'm saying and if you are cool be really fucking cool you know like don't try to get me into no traps where I have to even think about being aggressive you know what I'm saying let me yeah. just nobody wants to be bothered anyway 
It's fucking nighttime. I came out here to have fun, not to be fucking with you most of the time. Exactly. It's this Rona that's got, you know, the daytime people being like, all right, let's come out. You know, the daytime people are the demons. You know what I mean? But that's crazy that shit was like, it's like, yeah, dude, I was, I went to a Walmart today to buy my dog a new collar. Mm. And, uh. A convenient purchase. Yeah. Which was, they, they put the collars behind one of those sliding glass cases with locks. Like, what the fuck, I'm about to pocket some collars? Get the fuck out of here. Mm. What is the black market collar game booming right Nigga, now? Nigga, if it weren't for fucking black market animal usage at all, we wouldn't have coronavirus. <laughs> and you know it. So, hey, yeah, it's that big. Oh, fuck. So, we finally got somebody over there. I got this collar, and he's like, I'm going to go take it to a register. It's going to be up there. And I was like, what? You're not going to let me take that in my box of dog cookies up to the fucking self-checkouts? You think I'm about to pocket this fucking this, this thing and just buy the cookies? Dude, oh, I had to wait forever, bro. I was sitting there, and it's like I heard over the intercom, it's like, remember everybody, the store is closing in 45 minutes. So I looked mm-hmm. at my phone at 7.15. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? I didn't mm-hmm. think they'd be closing like that. Dude. Which made me come up with my uh, next uh, funny premise that I was thinking What's of. That? It's okay. like, uh, when they take stuff up, they're like, you can't handle this, but we're going to take it up to the register, and you tell them it's yours, and then they'll ring it up right there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, when I, I go to registers, and if I see anything hanging around, I tell them that all of it's mine. <laughs> and I just <laughs> I just buy it all up, man. I'm talking razors, dog collars, makeup, whatever, bro. I buy it all. All of it's mine. The guy brought it all up for me. So the people standing behind me who are waiting in line for... I waited in line for 25 minutes to buy two fucking things because some chick was throwing a big mess over avocados. She bought three avocados and said, mm, they're 50 cents a pop and you charge me 268 This is burned into my head, the numbers, okay? Mm-hmm. Because that's why I stood in line for an extra 15 goddamn minutes. Because yeah. she's like, they're 50 cents. You charge me 268 There's only three of them. That's an extra dollar. She went and grabbed a sign, did everything, called the manager over, all this shit. I'm just, she looks at us and goes, sorry, everybody. And I'm just like, bitch, I'm about to pay for your shit. Yeah. Just to leave. And the dude right in front of me was keeping his social distancing shit, backing every, backing the whole line out into the main like alley that people are mm. walking into because he didn't want to be from here to your bathroom close to this lady. Yeah. I'm about to be like, yo, I'm about to cut in front of you. What are you gonna do? Touch me? <laughs> I've, I've done Don't touch that. Touch me, bitch! She was wearing fucking gloves and a mask and everything. It's like, bro, pull your mask off. Dude, I, I literally, I was coming out of L.A. and uh, just on the bus back to Vegas, and there was this chick. I was standing there. I got there hella early. My bus wasn't leaving till like six forty-five. Uh, I was there like maybe five thirty. You know what I'm saying? Early enough. And I was like, I bet the line's going to start here. I didn't know. I've been in plenty of bus lines. I don't know where they're starting. Yeah. I'm just going to stand here. It, this looks like the start of a line. I'm getting on. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to say shit to me. You need a light? All right. Fucking, this chick came 10 minutes later and stood like what she thought was right in front of me. And it was. It was right in front of me. And then she had, like, two or three other friends show up. And then, like, the dude came up. He said, up, he's like, all right, we're getting on the bus now, blah, blah, blah. And then they, like, looked at me, at, like, 
oh, should we get our stuff or blah, blah, blah. I was like, why did y'all stand here the whole fucking time if you weren't going to fucking go get your own section? They all ended up sitting separately. They were trying to talk to each other and shit like that. It's just like, you guys should have just hopped on immediately. Like, I don't know why people don't just just rush the fucking stage. Most people aren't going to say shit. That's true. I love that's that's the fun thing about comedy yeah. is I love testing people's limits. Because yeah. <laughs> a lot of people, you could say the most ridiculous shit straight to their face through a speaker, so everybody can hear you. Oh no! Now we're doing it on Spotify, bro. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Now we're just spanning across <laughs> fucking platforms, bro. You can say whatever in somebody's face. Oh yeah! And not Break only will down. they get crazy. Like you've always been led to believe, but they'll buy you a drink when you get off stage. I called a chick a crack whore to her face in the dive bar, and she bought me a fucking cocktail when I got off. Yeah, man. I can't wait till it opens back up. That's life, bro. Like <laughs> that was what I used to count a good night as when I was doing comedy, living off a couch. Was I went out, I did good, drank for free all night. Good night. Yeah. Yeah. No Sounds expense right. to me. Just went and did my thing and was taken care of. And it's like that. Like I said, looking back on all the people I left behind in my small town, just like, what'd you do, bitch? <laughs> Clock in, play video games on your PC, and think about how you should remember all the fucking 12 steps so you don't shoot yourself in your sleep. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, I'm bitter. <laughs> no, I, I fucking see, bro. I see. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Dude, this is why I want you on the platform. Just go off about <laughs> You're an angry motherfucker. Yeah. Too much. I still remember, and it's like, yeah, we were talking about, at some point, we were talking about long trips, driving out and bombing and then like the drive back and thought about that I remember there was one uh, bit of material that I wrote I think I was performing at the Silver Nugget Ralph's old spot and I said or maybe I said it I can't remember where the fuck I said it but I was part of it was it's like I work a dead end job that's garbage I barely get paid any money I have to sell drugs for gas money just to make, <laughs> I was like just to make it out here oh, to God. perform for five minutes and bomb <laughs> just just a bomb in front of you motherfuckers I go through all these hoops just to not do shit and then oh the linchpin was and then to have other comics come up and smile in my fucking face and say good job like fuck you, fuck all. <laughs> I was so mad. I remember telling that material. The, people the, would the come breed up. of Vegas comic now is different, bro. <laughs> like I try to not even talk about Vegas comedy too much anymore because, goddamn, it's bad. <laughs> I be telling niggas to their face it's bad all the time. They be thinking I'm joking. They be laughing. I be yeah. like, I'm dead serious, nigga. Yeah, get it together. Get, it, get your shit together try yeah cause like, like they have so much confidence yeah it's a thing cause it's getting I hated when a lot of people said that it gets clicky I'm like no it's not it's really welcoming just come on we'll welcome you in we're all welcoming we're all this that and the next me and you will welcome you in there's other people that will do that too but yeah but it's like and then I remember talking to somebody when they were just getting into it like mm. after they just got into it and they were just like well I get what people mean when they say clicky because it's either you know the people or you don't. 
Mm. So it's okay. like that's right. where it becomes clicky. It's like you're welcoming to the people you know. And it's like, if yeah. you don't, it's a little intimidating. I'm like, okay, I guess I can see that because I've only heard outsiders say it's clicky. Well, okay, here's the other thing, though. It should be intimidating because there are tourists and they can pay to get a room and tell jokes to their friends if they want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're not in the nitty-gritty of it and they don't get to be entitled to call themselves fucking... Las Vegas local comedy, you know what I mean, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. doesn't have to be anything. Like, yo, I mean, like, you can be a comedian in Vegas or you can be Vegas comedy. Like, there are some people that are both, but I think at a certain point you'll make a choice, you know what I'm saying? And everybody knows what that is. Like, everybody knows what that is. Exactly. Exactly. They're the people who have never touched a stage but are still in our discussion pages. <laughs> right. There's a difference between being a comedian and into the comedy. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I totally get what you mean on that. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, I, don't, I, I, don't, I still I don't, think that Facebook like, group, I've been trying so hard not to post on that group. Yeah. Just because, nigga, you know I get in that group and be wilding. Because it's so, funny. <laughs> it, it do be funny. But here's the thing. I don't really have necessarily have anything negative to say. And then I don't want to necessarily put, like, too... Like, that, I mean, the last thread I put out was about Alex. Like, the bruh. I, like, that was this, hilarious. And I was expecting him to say something he didn't. You just start liking people's comments. And I was like, "You bitch! You know you don't want to play with them." Yeah. Hey, and you know that that post was low key true though. Like some people wanted to say something like that. You that's know? why I was. That's, that's why I put that it was out. my initial because I fuck with Alex. I fuck with I, him, but right? I knew that some people wanted to say, "I don't care." I had no dog in the fight. That was my initial reaction. But, uh, I was jealous, as I was just like. Man, I've been telling Randall to do this about me for so long, and he did it for Alex. Because niggas be randomly hating Alex. Just ready. Yeah, just ready to do it. I love Alex. Love hanging out with him at Dino's because he lived by there. I remember Mm -hmm. talking to Ralph about it, where Ralph was like uh, the first ever party he threw in his backyard. Mm -hmm. He put the uh, location is fucking City Hall. And oh, he, I was on the line with Alex with that. He was like, are you going? I was like, I'm thinking about it. I think I ended up coming. Yeah. But I was like, bro, where you at? He's like, I'm on my way. I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to hang back, chow, or whatever, whatever it was. It, procrastinating, mm-hmm. right? It's a comedy show. So I'm like, he was like, yo, son, I'm downtown. And like, this nigga was at City Hall. He was, I was City like, Hall? I was like, bro. I was like, did you text him for the address? It had to be something like that. I was like, did you just hit up? Yeah, you know, and, and you Ralph didn't even—he didn't even remember when he told me this. He's like, "I don't know why I went to City Hall. I just put Vegas." I was like, "No, Ralph, you set the location to City Hall because during your first party, you were still running for fucking mayor, uh, quote unquote, uh, Ralph for mayor, and all this shit." So he put his fucking address to City Hall, and he's like, oh, "I felt bad because he called me, going, where are you? I'm at the City Hall.'" And he's like, I'm way the fuck over here. And he just didn't show up. Yeah. No, <laughs> I was like, true. well, fuck. Well, I just, I don't know. I thought that post, I, I forgot about it. Because like I said, I don't check social media that much. Yeah. And so I, I push it out when I'm fucked up. And then, um, <laughs> like, I'll read it like days later. And yeah. it'll be like, yo, this is, this nigga's hilarious. Like, you know what I mean? I'd be entertaining myself in the future. I'm like, let's make some episodes of Randall for me to watch. And... <laughs> Bruh, I was like, I said that he, I called him some kind of faggot. Like, I was like, oh, he's, let's kick Alex out of that group for being a dumb faggot with coronavirus and young AIDS. Young? Yeah, oh, I said he was a closeted faggot. That's what I said. And 
somebody was like young AIDS. I think it was, was Ty. Yeah, Ty Rivera. And then uh, Quincy Johnson got in there and was just like, this feels ageist. I was like, all right, that's fucking hilarious. Because I was just bugging with the initial post. And I think enough people knew that. But it's yeah. like, and people who look at my post seriously, it's like, bro, this is why I don't post anymore. Y'all be reading everything I say is dead serious. It's literally just, I've never been serious in the post. Like, <laughs> like I've, I think in my life, I've probably made maybe like 15 posts where I'm just like, thank you guys so much. And I feel this way and blah, blah, blah. This is important to me. Maybe 15. And people take it totally seriously. Well, they'll time. take those seriously. Yeah, but every, yeah. And, but dude, I've put out thousands of posts. I've put out, i put out hundreds of thousands of posts. <laughs> I mean this. I have automated posts. Like oh, I've put out hundreds of thousands of posts. All jokes. And people are just like, I can't believe you think... It's like, dude, fucking with you. I think the last, like, four posts I was gonna post, I always type them out and then just, like, convince myself. I'm like, nah, this is dumb. Mm. I need to not do that. I mean, if you feel like it's dumb, don't put it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's if, the, just build... Like, that's what I It's the debate hours. side of me. It's like, if I could personally poke hole in my creation then I'm like that's trash sometimes it's easy to put out there but I I would say go on a run sometimes it's cool like I used to do that like I'd be like alright you know what I like these types of memes maybe I'll just put out 30 you know what I'm saying over the course of not one day but I'm saying the course of maybe like two weeks you know what I'm saying maybe do two a day and then be like alright cool I'm kind of over that kind of joke and then not say shit on social media and they're like oh I kind of like this and then just do it like that or just go on rants or whatever. Like, some people really try to like floss on the social media like it's their job, and it's just like, bro, that's not how you get the job on social media. Yeah. Like the job is saying the right thing, not just any mother, not the most things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like nobody wants to. If if you know, how many things do you scroll past and you just see it and you don't you don't even remember the name of it? It's like I don't even know what the fuck that is. Like who cares? Yeah. Sometimes you see an ad, but it's like, oh okay, maybe I'll look, but most of the time. Hey man, like I've been saying lately, is it's like I'm tired of these fucking ads negging people so much. Okay. Like if I hear the fucking Sasquatch soap ad one more time, I'm gonna lose my shit. What's the ad? The dude who gets on screen and says, "Hey, the soap you're using is bullshit." It's like skip. Fuck you. That's not how you get my attention. Who the fuck are you? Why? Is, like that's so. How negative. dirty are you? That soap is yelling at you. I, I'm fine. It's a Sasquatch. <laughs> I'm fine. It's Sasquatch. That's dirty. Sasquatch soap. I'm telling you, I'm good. This is this is negging culture, bro. Motherfucker comes up and is just like. You would be pretty if you had shorter hair and had a better dresser guy. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, That's what Sasquatch soap is doing to us. It's like, you could be good if you used our soap. It's like, how about go fuck yourself, all right? I'm getting dove, <laughs> dove men plus care, and you can suck my dick, your natural soap. That shit comes in a square. The last time you used square soap, get the all fuck right. out of my face. All right, son. How are we pitching out of this? We don't have no shows to pitch. We don't have shit. Not yet, but keep an eye on us because when we come out of this, it's going to blow the fuck up. Yeah, I got a feeling. Because it's like the funny thing about this is it's like, you know, Jerry Seinfeld used to Mm -hmm. say, uh, if I go one day without performing, I notice it. Mm -hmm. If I go two days without performing, the audience notices it. 
how long are we going to go with no performances and then we're all going to have to jump back on stage? The naturals are going to shine and the people who had to do that constant do the same thing over and over and over. Hi. <laughs> hey, how you doing? That's, you know, you know what I'm talking about. No originality. Their their whole, their material, oh, quote, yeah. unquote, is a script. Oh, that's They're not good. growing. This, that, and the next thing. You know, there's a lot of people who are going to have to really knock the dust off it. Oh, there's a lot of people that's not coming back. Yeah. I'm not saying that as a challenge. There's a lot of people that aren't coming back. Yeah. If we're going to end on something, I'll end on this. Yo, we could, we'll, we'll. When we'll the, be fine without you. When, no, it's not even. It's when the <laughs> when the stand up comes back, like when you know when it comes back, because again, like I said, it's not a challenge. But when the shit comes back, all right, you know what do you really want to be doing out here? You know, if you had to second guess it before, maybe just focus on whatever it is you were doing. The world clearly needs more essential people and less non-essential people. True. You know, so maybe go do something essential if this wasn't your calling. It sounds like I'm telling niggas to quit. It's because I am. Because, yeah, if you were getting that vibe, (laughs) it's because I'm throwing it out heavy. Yeah, and I'm saying it's just, you know, you clog it up for other people that want to get in, too. You know what I mean? Some of y'all come out here and do ignorant, dumb shit, and they might even be fucking charismatic in whatever kind of way but they're not taking it that seriously and somebody who really needs help or development or some shit they're standing in their way by just being here with with that fucking privilege so if you're not taking it seriously really just get the fuck out of the way if you care about comedy if you hate comedy then please come out here and keep being fucking yeah. white keep hey, coming out here you can be like we were just talking about you can be a Las Vegas comedian or be a part of the Las Vegas comedy scene yeah we need a lot of people part of the Las Vegas comedy scene Dude. but Promoters, if you're not making that artists, cut and you're flooding our fucking stages with subpar shit I mean everybody has a growth period I didn't start out getting laughs well, I will say, Vegas scene is pushy, though. I can only say so much, because Vegas would be like, now, nah, nigga, you're here, you gotta get up. They, you will we'll make somebody that isn't a comedian into a comedian very easily here. But I've no, seen that, and I yeah. even force people on stage. Yeah, I do it all the time. It's peer pressure, for real. It, but then yeah. again, I never do it to people who I don't think will do good. Like I, I do, go, that's the only people I do it to. Yeah, that's why I do. <laughs> I see people like Bruce Purcell, and I'm like, go oh, bless the fucking stage. Stop it. You need yeah. to break it up. I've, I've had talks with a tabloid before where mm. she's like, I don't want to stay till the end of the list. And I'm like, ass to bump. I don't want to be that person. It's like no tab. You don't understand. If you're giving, if you're given that opportunity, it's because you're getting a long list of comedians who are like five or six in a row who are just gonna bore the audience to a, a fucking yeah. death. We need to put somebody in there like that. Well, yeah, spice I th- it I up. Think, but I think there's a, a good break for the like I said, like you know, just let niggas fall in because. There's like a, a a rank of trash niggas that are not coming back. I've seen this. This was gonna happen naturally anyway. There's always yeah. like purges and shit like that. But niggas that's out here on petty shit, all of that shit, whatever whatever it is, take this time to either let it go. But if you're not gonna let it go, please let that shit fester into something fucking beautiful. That when the shows open back up, we can look forward to it and just go hard. If you niggas are gonna beef beef hard. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Go all the way with it. I like that Ian's doing the shit where he's like, right. And if you guys, if I hear any of the same jokes yeah. that you had before the like 
quarantine than mm-hmm. lighting you early. Yeah. It's like good. That's what I want to hear. It's yeah. Like he's like, don't don't take this time to just sit back, relax, and fucking beat off. Yeah. It's like now's the time to really sit down and do something. Yeah. Because if you come back with the same tired bullshit, then you're gonna be leagues behind the people who are taking advantage of their time. Absolutely. Oh, nigga. Yeah. Here we go. All right, man. Well, that's our show. I mean, we gonna chill. We gonna do whatever, right? Fuck yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. All right. We both gonna take a leak. Shout out to PBR. Shout out to <laughs> to Quarantina. Uh, this is the Dead Ass Podcast. Brad, thank you again for being on this show. Hell yeah. We need Hell to yeah. do more. Hell yeah, man. Uh, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. And as always, uh, despite the mask, I'm taking that off because I do eat ass, niggas. Peace. <laughs> I just realized the name of this podcast is Diablo 4. Yes. <laughs> you gotta do yeah, Tiger King. It just gets crazier and crazier, bro. Like, all of a sudden, everything's going whatever. They have private zoos with exotic animals in Oklahoma and shit. <laughs> and then, I don't know where they're like, oh, some chick fucking went to fuck with the tiger, stuck her arm into the cage, and got it ripped off. Okay. Straight up ripped off. I was like, what the fuck? Like, it's literally like everything's great, too. People running around. Shit's going down. This chick's got her arm ripped off. She's laying on the ground, kind of in shock, just like, ugh. Ugh. Like, kind of dazed out yeah. of it, but just not freaking out. But it, that's shock. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, the, and this dude, he fucking goes into the gift shop, and he's like, all right, listen, folks. Ugh. I'm going to tell you before the news does, all right? (laughs) You know that shit's going to be good. Anytime anybody says something like that, he's like, I'm going to tell you before the news gets a chance to. Um, We had an incident where a lady stuck her arm through the fence and got it bitten off. So I can either give you a rain check or give you a refund, but either way, it's not happening today. The tour's not happening today. And this chick, she got her arm fucking ripped off by a tiger, and they like reattached it. And she said somebody walked into the into the her little hospital room, ICU, whatever, and handed her a pen. And with that arm, she wrote her name. So she's like, so I still had feeling control. It was a little fucked up. And uh, the doctor told her, you can keep your arm, but it would be two years of reconstructive surgery. Okay. Or we can amputate it. And she said, amputate it. Damn. Yeah, she said, fuck it, just amputate it. And so she did. And then she said, uh, she's like, there was so much media shit going on. Everybody was really upset at private zoos, yada, yada, yada. She said, the only thing that I could think to myself to do is just get back to work. She was mm. in the hospital for like a week, don't quote me, five Damn. to seven days, and then went right back to working there. Oh my god. And everybody was like, what the fuck are you doing? She's like, it was my bad. Don't do that. This and the next thing. It's not that big of a deal. She kind of took the wind out of yeah. all of the people saying it was a shitty uh, environment. She was well, like, it's not the environment. She stuck her arm into it. So in, into like... a tiger cage. But that tiger cage was in a private zoo in fucking Oklahoma. Like, come the fuck on. That's, that's the whole point of the, the beginning of the documentary. starts out with the dude saying, he's like, 
I found out that you could buy really exotic venomous snakes. <laughs> okay. For real. That's how sorry the dude was like, I went to go see him, and the dude showed him off, and he had, like, walls of drawer Tupperware things, all these things with different snakes in them, and he was showing the snakes off by showing how you get them to bear their fangs, and then... You know, did the thing where they have a jar covered with like a like a, like a film over the top, mm. and they they put it on the top and injects the venom into the jar. He was like showing off each snake by doing that shit, and he's like, I was really like into like how these are how is this happening, and then a dude showed up to get a snake, and he said, I got a snow leopard in my van. Which sounds like an exotic animal way of saying I got candy in my van. Yeah. But the dude fell for the bait, okay? <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? And the guy was like, yeah, for real. And he took him out to his van that had, was like a classic van with like a sliding fucking door, like a white van, you mm-hmm. know? Like no windows, but it's like, or no, maybe it was panel. And he opened it up, and in the side, in a kennel, was a fucking snow leopard. And he was just like, he was just mesmerized going, how the fuck? But I was look. I was worried about exotic snakes. And this guy's got an exotic cat in the back of his fucking van. Yeah. In a kennel, and he's like, "What the shit?" And it just like that's what stir- stirred the whole documentary down this direction of like, "What the fuck is up with people owning exotic animals in this region?" Yeah. And they uncovered a lot of people. And one of the people was like Joe Exotic. That's a guy who owned the fucking zoo in Oklahoma. Got in employee got her arm bit off said a bunch of crazy shit he's wild he's in a he's in like a triple marriage or it's him and two other guys they're all married together okay and they do meth and like all this other crazy shit apparently <laughs> and then they introduce you to other characters there's like a, a cat sanctuary lady named Catherine Bosch or some shit like that I can't remember her name there's a bunch of memes going around right now about her because she was 20 years old and met a 42 year old man on the side of the road talked to him and ended up spending the night with him that night and they hooked up because he was a multi-millionaire and she was Mm -hmm. in a rough marriage so she was down to fuck a dude 22 years older than him older than her yeah some real sugar daddy shit (laughs) and it's like I love hearing that, bro. I love hearing that about people like, yeah, I was fucking somebody twice my age. It's like, yeah, you make solid decisions. (laughs) But uh, anyway, um, (laughs) I ran into people like that, and I'm always just like, all right, hey, you do you. But (laughs) did you get anything out of it? Nah, I got dinner. I ate. I like to eat. I, I I got some nom noms. That's some real uh, naked city shit, but uh, <laughs> but this uh, this cat sanctuary lady, she hooks up with this dude, and uh, cat sanctuary. This dude just goes fucking missing. Okay. Straight up, nobody knows like what happened. The cat ate him. A lot of people think that this lady fed her husband to the cats, Damn. or got rid of him and killed him, and their foul play just went up and missing. But she inherited everything because they were married. So she was able to run this cat sanctuary. So she's a little distant and crazy. And then they take you over to another guy who's named, like, Doc. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what, a, what is he a doctor in? I don't know. I don't really know. Turns out he's kind of running a, a, a tiger sex cult. 
Okay. I mean, for the most part, when you look at it, you're like, oh my god, this is like some weird sex cult. Like when okay. you, and it's like they even kind of address that where they're like this that and then he's like oh what you're gonna call this some kind of a fucking cult a sex cult this that and the next thing and he tries to like dismiss it and you can see this dude and I feel like Netflix did this shit on purpose where they had the cameras rolling when he wasn't expecting it because every shot that they did he set up okay he's like we're gonna be right here we're gonna talk right here I'm gonna stand in front of this poster and we're gonna talk about it and you're gonna be able to get a quick cut of this and all that shit and yeah. he'd talk normally and then when he's in front of the camera he talked a lot like this like it was really two-tone changing like yeah. the first time you meet him he's talking he's he's sitting in a golf cart riding with people and like you can tell the camera's on somebody's lap like filming upward in the back seat yeah and the guy's like telling them where they can get a shot and where he's gonna be and where he's gonna come in and one of the directors says it's funny how he's like better at directing than us or something and everybody chuckles it's like one of those things where it's like a fan going you should tell your joke like this it's huh, it's almost like he's a better comic than us right. like everybody's yeah. like ha, 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 Jesus this guy's getting a little weird yeah. <laughs> so you know the guy like directs everything and isn't very in control and then you, you they end up interviewing a lady who like <laughs> defected I've only watched two episodes oh by the way God. I haven't even watched a whole okay, goddamn thing shit. let me just this is all in just the first two <laughs> okay this is how much I know from the first two and they talk to a lady who is in this doc dude's fucking zoo mm-hmm. um, and she said when you join they change your name Okay. And it's like they try to push to get it legally changed, but they change your name. And she's like, she's like, it wasn't until I got out and I started looking into cults that I realized that changing your name is like a big step into changing your identity mm-hmm. and changing who you are and yada yada. So it's like a controlling technique. And it's like you change your name. He makes you sleep in like stables and shit. And he like reminds you that you're nothing and that here you can build to be something. And that it's quickly learned that if you sleep with him, you'll move up quickly. <laughs> yeah, shit like that, bro. It's like, what the fuck? So it's like some crazy dude with a mullet who's got alligators and tigers and all this dumb shit with employees getting their arms cut off. A lady who runs a sanctuary who's okay. distantly crazy and has probably killed her fucking husband and fed him to a tiger. And then a sex cult dude who's running a private zoo. And then there's a fucking guy who's like a drug kingpin who was like, yeah, man, uh, Scarface was based off me. He's like, he ran like a fucking huge drug ring. And it's like, he's like the whole, he's like that that part in Scarface where they all take all the suitcases of money and everything into yeah. the fucking, into the bank. He's like, I did that. He's like, what you do is you call ahead to the bank and you tell them how much you're getting in there. And they didn't have money counters back in back then, so I would take a suitcase of money there, and they'd have ten different tellers in the back room on tables counting it all out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and I deposit it. And he's like, he said one time he's like a dead ATF agent popped up on his property. They found a dead ATF agent there, and they're like, well, you can't be like, I found one here. And not take responsibility for it They're going to pin it on you So what we did was we chopped the body up And tried to get rid of it They found it and pinned murder on him And they like charged him for a bunch of shit And he got like a hundred years Sentenced to like a hundred years 
And then he fought it and pled out and only served 12. Shit. I love how you could start at a million and then like, but really, you get parole in two years. But you know, <laughs> but he, he was able to get that down to 12 fucking years yeah. and came out. He seems to be the most normal, but I haven't seen all the episodes yet. He did chop up an, an ATF agent. I don't know. But yeah, dude, this is... Uh, you should see one of the dudes that this Joe Exotic guy is fucking married to. He's got tattoos on him. Like, he fucking... He's showing off his tattoos to the camera, and then he, like... He's wearing no shirt and pants, and he okay. pulls his waistline down. Okay, I'm imagining this. So you can see, like, yeah. where like where <laughs> pubes are supposed to be. Right. It's totally shaved, and it's it's tattooed on there, and like calligraphy, it says "privately owned by Joe Exotic." Damn. Yeah. That's sassy. And then that dude went to job. It starts out. It's one of those things that starts out at the end, and they're like, "Let's see how we got to here." So it's like it very much start like the very beginning. Joe Exotic is making. That's the guy who owns a private zoo in Oklahoma with mm. an employee got her arm bit off with a mullet. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> I can't, I, "This is hard to believe." Ah, uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, he's making a phone call from jail. It's apparently, he got sentenced for ordering like a hit on the uh, cat sanctuary lady. And this is true, or this yeah, is, this is okay. a documentary. It's all oh legit. My God. These people exist, and this happened because that's a fun statistic. Is there are more like tigers in captivity, in private captivity in America, than there are in the wild? Oh, okay. Like things like that, because it's like yeah, they even asked this dude. They're like the the dudes who are asking questions behind the camera are kind of beating around the bush. They know even know how to ask the question. It's like somebody, it's like an obvious narc asking for drugs. Yeah. They don't know any of the terminology or what they're asking for exactly. And he's like, say I want, this guy's petting a, pay, a, a cub tiger playing with his whole time. It's just fucking it's this big. It's the size of a small dog. Yeah. You know, he's just petting it and playing with it. Just not paying attention, but listening. And the dude behind the camera's like, say, I wanted to buy, like, a cub or something. It, how would I be able to, like, what What do you, uh, what would be, like, the price of that? And the guy just, like, quickly answers, like, $2,000. Like, before, the, like, right when the guy fully got his question out, where he was, like, didn't know how to ask it, he just immediately responded, like, yeah, a, a, a cub tiger's $2,000. He's like, technically, it's illegal to sell them though because there's a new act and yada 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 but it's like two thousand dollars i'm like fuck <laughs> christ they talked about how exotic animals start getting popular this joe exotic dude's like well they started out at the exotic animals auction mm. in texas i remember those yeah. and they're just like where you yeah. just go and there's an auction for crazy exotic animals doesn't Mike Tyson own a fucking tiger? I think so. Doesn't Mike Tyson have a residency in Las Vegas? I think he lives here, yeah. Bro, I bet there's tigers in Las Vegas. Oh, it's Las Vegas, I'm sure. There were lions forever on this trip. Yeah, but, oh man, goddammit. I mean, it's not a surprise. There's sharks, there's everything. Dolphins. It's you Vegas. think there's dolphins here? There's definitely dolphins in Vegas. What the fuck? Dolphins, yeah. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of rich people thinking they can own everything. They're not owning it. I mean, or they're at least leasing it to us. 
for an hour at a time, you know, whatever. Oh, you mean like in... in they do shows and shit? It's yeah. an attraction? Oh. Yeah. They still uh, live here. I don't know. I, I haven't seen that. Because I, I, I haven't been to Wet and Wild in a long time. <laughs> I don't know what they're There's doing dolphins there. on the strip. Dolphins on the strip? There's a dolphin show. Do they wear uh, the, like, feathered hat things? That's like Mirage, that? right? Isn't that where the dolphin show was? I don't know, but I didn't even know there were dolphins here. Mm-hmm. That's some crazy the sharks. Shit. All kinds I of bet shit. they love it in the desert. Sharks, too? There's sharks here. Do we Mandalay have, like, Bay? an aquarium? Mandalay Bay? Here? Yeah. We do. There's a few aquariums here. Okay. I mean, I've seen some crazy fish in, like, Caesar's Palace, but I've never yeah. seen a shark or nothing. Mandalay Bay, I think they have the sharks. Fucking why? Why? No. Why not? <laughs> okay. Good point. <laughs> That's one of the things where it's like, if I can have it, fuck you. <laughs> MGM had lions, like, you could, just in the mall. Like, you could walk, like, you'd be walking whatever. Like, there's storefronts now. I think it is where Brad Garrett's is now. Yeah. That that used to be a lion uh, exhibit. You could just walk through that. I was like, I think they ended that maybe the first or second year I lived here. When I first moved here, that's when Sahara was shut down and then turned into SLS. Now it's Sahara again. Ah, uh, yeah. Crazy. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, that's iconic. They named the goddamn road after it. They're doing, like, we're changing yeah. the name. It's like, good idea, dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I always thought that they were, like, going back to the Sahara. It's like, a yeah, good fucking marketing ploy. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, think about it, for fuck's sakes. I hated that when they all changed all the casinos, the main casino names on the streets that they were named after. It's like, okay. <laughs> You're just going to confuse small town people like me. I'm tired of it, okay? I'm tired of going to the wrong places. I'm tired of thinking I can go to parties and I end up at City Hall and nobody gives a shit. Yeah. I wish I had a comedy club. I think the first thing I would do is just break the world record. I think that's the first thing I would do. Which one? Just longest comedy show. I would just legit just That's call really every comic. I mean, I've been to the club that did it. I met a bunch of people that did Broken Record. Like, it was... You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of people fucking involved. I mean, they did it in Nashville. Um, I think it would be dope to fucking do it here. I would call, like, so many comedians. You know what I mean? Like, it would be... That would be the first thing I did. Like, other than just be like, all right, here's places for people to sleep. Can motherfuckers piss? Can we do blah, 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 blah? Like, fuck it. First thing I would do. Out the gate. Right to work. First thing I would do. For real. Easily. That would be the chance. Easy. Easily. First thing I would do. I'd do it by myself. I wouldn't I wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> for real. I've been doing comedy for 20 hours straight. Yeah. That's wild. This is, this is, you just be scrolling through a news feed? I mean, I don't even know. You know what I mean? I'd probably do material. I'd probably just write a bunch of jokes right there. Yeah. Between that and crowd work, that's probably how I would get through it. You know what I mean? And then I'd probably slip into my spots where it's just like, okay, I know that I'm 15 minutes away from whatever world record break I get. You know what I mean? You get five minutes per hour, I think. Yeah. So you can take one at the bottom and one at whatever, so you can take a 10-minute break and then do 50 minutes and then take a 10-minute break and do 50 minutes, and then you can just keep doing that, like, throughout the whole fucking thing. Damn. Yeah. Or you have to do, like, 50, and then 
you could do like a hundred and then you take like another ten minutes or like whatever well, however the fuck you want to do it but you get five minutes an hour like you could just take five minutes an hour that that would be the first thing I did you know what I'm saying and then just get a crap load of people to do it book the spots fucking literally book every city in America to come fucking do it you know what I mean like you five of your friends you sign up for a slot and then you guys fill six hours okay cool. yeah fucking Touché. do that yeah you know what I mean like social media everything you know whatever it's Vegas that would be the first thing I fucking did if I, ha- if I had a comedy club here that's why I don't like the comedy clubs here they suck they don't do fun comedy things they try to make money yeah and I get that I totally get that but it's short lived when it comes I'm to just, excitement. Just stop acting like you're not a comedy club. Like you're lending yourself to the local scene. Like, yeah. You know, LA Comedy Club isn't the worst. The worst is Gabe Lopez. The Dirty at twelve thirty. I think mm. that is the worst. Out of all the shows that people have sucked dick to be on, I think that is the worst. I got hyped up to be on the show, I did it once and I was like, meh, you know what I'm saying? But like got off stage and it wasn't even like I bombed, it was like some people were just they were like they were listening and it's not that kind of show. You know, it's not oh, that kind okay. of comedy show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it was you know, I mean it's like a we're gonna you guys wanna do this? Oh you know what I'm saying? I mean I guess I did fine. I was two years in I think. So I was like whatever. But it was like mm, whatever. And then I started to do other clubs and they were just like I'm gonna, I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter too much now. I wonder what clubs are even going to come back. And, you know, they might come back real slow. Like, I know LA Comedy Club will call the show if there's not enough people. Yeah. So either they're going to have to drop their requirements or slowly... You said they'll call it if there's not enough people? Yeah. Why? They do. Why call it? I don't know, but they do. Really? I've seen it a lot, yeah. Where I'm like, I thought you had this. They like they called the show because it was only like two people. Like wait, like a real show or like a midnight show? Like a real show, any show, any time slots up for that, they'll call that shit. I was like, whoa. Really, you can't do it to two people? Yeah, right. That's how I feel. But at the same time, it's like they feel like it's not gonna be fun for them. So they either refund them or give them new shit. How do the people feel? I don't know. I never get. I never dug that deep because I've always just been shocked that they do that. Because it's like that's one of the number one things is the show must go on. Why would you not do a show for like two people? I mean, two. If it could be I, intimate and fun too, you know. I think two two could be whatever, but like I think two is enough. I don't think I would necessarily do a show with one person. But as long as the bartender's there, yeah, I definitely would. I mean, that's two in my head. If you had a couple, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, or even two people that just randomly want to sit there and watch the show. I'd sit there and do a comedy show. Like, why not? What's exactly. The, what's the issue? Exactly. Like, who's real? What are you really working for? You know what I mean? Somebody might come in later just because they hear the shit is booming. If you do a show for two people like that, it's fucking. Refund them. Do the show with the door open. You know what I mean. Like yeah. let people hear it or something. Exactly. So, but we'll see. Cause if like if that's their habit to call shows that are low, so we'll see if they do that same shit. 
as we slowly bounce back. Because I don't think it's going to be a quick bounce back. It's going to be a slow bounce back. I can't say I've never called shows for being light like that. But it's been like mics where it's just like, okay, there's five of us. We can do these jokes or we can just sit here and talk. You know what I mean? It depends on the venue. You know, if it's a bigger venue, I'd be like, fuck it, let's do it. You know what I mean? Maybe other people join in. But if it's a small bar, ain't a reason to turn the mic on, you know? Yeah. Mm, But still a show? Huh. I never knew that. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Why don't they just get more comedians that promote? Or I'm not saying that niggas don't promote. I don't know that. I honestly don't know that. I don't know, man. I, you know, you want to talk about clicks. <laughs> I don't. They fuck with who they fuck with. Hey, I guess if it's a job, it's something to do. True. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know. it's shut down now. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm Where are you playing. at now, I'm you playing. gig worker motherfuckers? Yeah, I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing. Kinda. I'm kinda playing. Yeah, whatever, man. The joke's a joke. Doesn't matter if it's serious or not. <laughs> Where you at now, bitches? Yeah. <laughs> like are you them. gonna get one of those stimulus checks? Uh, hopefully. How much do they cost? How much I gotta pay to get one? (laughs) I might cop one. Yeah, that'd be nice for that shit to come in. Uh, I mean, that's what they say, supposedly. We'll see, you know. Yeah. When I get it, I'll see. I don't know. I'm socking it. Did you file taxes for 2019? File taxes pretty much every year. Did you do direct deposit? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I just do this shit online. Did you want to see shit? Yeah. Yeah. Mine, mine, I tried to put in direct deposit, but it's like, man, ugh, that's where I got bad information from what, from my goddamn credit union's website mm. for the direct deposit root number. So it's like my tax return got mailed to my address in Mesquite. That's where I get all my important shit. Oh, damn. So that's where they're going to get that information from. So they're going to mail that check to Mesquite. So whatever. I fucking, um, I mean, that's why I was kind of gung-ho about I was just telling you, I was like, oh man, I changed my address, blah, 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 I fucking, you know what I mean, I wanted to make sure all my shit was fucking clicked over, just for my own shit, and I was like, okay, damn, you know, I'm glad that I stayed up on that, like, like yeah. the way that I did, it's yeah. definitely a good habit to have, is to have the information updated, because even that, I was, like I said, even without this, I was like, okay, bullshit, driver's license, ID, you know what I'm saying, fucking whatever shit that I want directed it to me you know what I mean like I'm not trying to lose my motherfucking mail like they'll figure it out and redirect your shit you know what I'm saying it's like return to sender shit Mm -hmm. but I mean I think because it's such an intense crime to like bust open somebody's mail and actually use any of that information you know what I'm saying like you know yeah you know like that's like so fucking nuts that's why I was like here, open it if you want to, bitch. <laughs> you, know, you, you know what I mean? Like, you really might be fucking up. It's, it's shit is strange. There's mailman that did that. Do, do you ever see that? Uh, who's the mailman? There was a dude who got caught. He was driving to the post office every day in a fucking Mercedes because he was opening people's checks, and I guess he just knew how to defraud the shit. Like, oh, whatever he was scamming, but... Uh, he was doing it just fucking straight like that. And then it's like, how did he get caught? It's just like, bro, why is he driving this car to the post office? He's been working here three months. Like, 
<laughs> Goddamn. And like, think about it. It's like, man, he probably would have really gotten away with it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, they would have got him. I don't think it would have gone on more than a year. You know what I'm saying? But he made it obvious, like right off the rip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, if you were gonna do all that and buy all that shit, like. That's when you put on like a different uniform and move to a different state with that car and whatever other shit. You don't keep all of that stuff and then just show up to work in it. Like, yeah. Like, dude, what's wrong? Why are you delivering the mail with fucking diamond pinky rings on? And it's <laughs> like, come on. Taking all the checks and dropping off all the coupons. Oh my god. The amount of people that were probably ready to beat this dude's ass had they known. You know what I mean? Like, come on, dude. And you're driving around in the Maserati or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, That's why I think it's hilarious where it's like, I buy all of the shit at the front of the register that's been out all. <laughs> you, you were standing in line. You didn't want to. You're I love, waiting I love these helicopters. Oh, dude, I live by an airport. We're not fly. far from the airport, but yeah. Oh, my bad, not airport. Air Force. Oh, base. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, why yeah. I live by the Air Force Base. So they fly the goddamn jets around low by my house all the time. Just to scare poor people. <laughs> just, yeah, just to remind them it's like we could bomb you and it wouldn't even matter to us. <laughs> that's why they do it. That's why they do Is it. Is that what it says on the bottom of the jet? That's what it says on <laughs> you the don't matter. That's what it says on the leaflets they drop. <laughs> the media won't believe us, but we're like, yo, read this card. It says fuck you, you will die. This could be a bomb. Yeah. You're vocal. <laughs> it is like twice a week more often. Yeah. Oh God. Anytime I'm trying to sleep in. It's always like a certain time of day, man. They're going like all the time. Like they're still working. Still flying stupid jets around for no goddamn reason. I feel like there's a certain, maybe there's so much noise, but fucking living by uh, McCarran, I think it was the the end, like being at this end of it, you get like the landing and shit like that, but it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know, it's not necessarily as bad as like when they're taking off right over top and it's just like, like, you know what I'm saying, when they're really just fucking... Just, just the whole plane full of people just, just farting on you, like you know, you're just trying to go about your life. <laughs> like you said, you're trying to sleep in and shit. It's nuts. <laughs> All right, I'm turning this off. Goddamn. Okay. Dead ass. I just remembered it was on. 